Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday, October 28th, 2022, and the doomsday clock just ticked several minutes closer to midnight in a stunning strategy reversal. Pentagon will no longer rule out use of nuclear weapons against non-nuclear threats, reversing previous U.S. policy going back into the early 1960s. The Pentagon now says, and President Biden now says, they will preemptively use nuclear weapons against non-nuclear threats or conventional armies. This was done on the heels, as being reported today by Bloomberg, after Putin came out yesterday and said that we have no political military reason in a nuke strike in Ukraine and are not planning to use nuclear weapons preemptively. And so the establishment responds here in the West by saying, oh, really? Well, we will preemptively use nuclear weapons against you. The globalists are setting the stage for a limited if not strategic planetary war with nuclear weapons that will end civilization as we know it. I've walked through many times what will happen during even a limited nuclear war. It'll crash the economies. It'll create absolute panic, which is part of the Great Reset Plan. Most analysis and most breakdowns by different uh, think tanks and military-industrial complex uh, systems believe that a limited strike has a more than 50% chance of leading to a theater war, meaning in the region, Europe, and that that would then lead to a full-on strategic nuclear war. This has been war-gamed in Europe heavily. It's been war-gamed also in the South China Sea. It's been war-gamed between India and Pakistan, which most analysts until recently thought was the number one main vector site that could kick this war off. Now it's no longer India, Pakistan, India, China. It is now the Ukraine proxy war that is now a de facto war between the West and Russia. We're going to be laying more of this out today on this special Friday broadcast. I know there's a lot of other interesting news like Elon Musk taking over Twitter and all the freaking out there and the midterms, you know, less than two weeks away. All of it is incredibly important. But centrally is the issue of the globalist mouthpieces and the globalist media pushing nuclear war like it's a good idea, pushing nuclear war like it's survivable, pushing nuclear war like it's no big deal, and now the Pentagon coming out and saying, we'll strike preemptively non-nuclear threats. On a scale of one to 10 of insanity, this is a nine. A 10 is launching the weapons. This is the globalist taking the safety off the gun. It's now loaded, their fingers on the trigger, And when you look at the poison injections and the devaluation of currencies, the open borders, it's all part of the Great Reset strategy to destabilize the entire world. This is the time for the people to come together, whether they're conservative, whether they're liberal, whether they're Christian, whether they're Muslim or Buddhist or agnostic. If you like living and you don't want to enter bare minimum a new dark age, then we need to stop this right now. A limited war will cause a total financial collapse which they're already engaged in. They want to blame the collapse on the nuclear war. 
A strategic war will lead to massive fallout, nuclear reactors melting down and exploding, at least in Europe. And we're talking Chernobyl, uh, we're talking other uh, major meltdowns like we saw a few years ago in Japan, times 10, times 100. And then the statistics and the research shows that a strategic war will probably lead to a full-on strategic nuclear war on a planetary scale. That's why we have to be so concerned and so engaged and so involved. People should be in the streets peacefully demonstrating. People should be at churches speaking about this. People should be going to their city councils. Anywhere you can find a microphone and an audience, this is the number one central issue that the globalists always planned on a nuclear war with Russia to bring in their world government. They've got their deep underground bases. They've got their systems set up. They've got their programs prepared. And they believe that they can come out of this limited nuclear war and establish their technocracy and their new world order. They were unable to get it with their poison shots and their virus hysteria. So now they're moving on to phase two of the war. Thank you for joining us on this live Friday edition. Owen Schroyer and others are coming up. We'll be filing other special reports throughout the broadcast. Please share the live links like your life depends on it because it does. God bless and good luck. Waging war on corruption. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. And now, your host, Owen Schroyer. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Alex Jones Show on this Friday, October 28th, 2022. And I gotta tell you, there are just... It's like a game of whack-a-mole, except all the moles are up out of their hole at the same time, and we've got to find a way to hammer each one with the mallet. And that's what we're going to be doing here today on The Alex Jones Show with myself, Alex Jones, and special guests coming up as well. Before I lay out what's coming up with the news coverage today, because I've got three or four stacks of extremely important news, there's an energy that I haven't felt in a while right now in America, and you may be feeling it and experiencing it yourself. And it's an energy we haven't felt in years. It's an energy of victory. It's an energy of free speech. It's an energy of, of hopefulness. And really, the midterms coming up in 11 days is going to be either the lid put back on that energy or the lid blown off of that energy. And we move forward with the best Congress in modern day history if we can get some of these great patriots in like a Blake Masters, like a Herschel Walker, and so many more just expanding to the few great patriots that we have in Congress right now in the Republican Party. And then it'll add more fuel to the flame of liberty that burns within the Republican Party. It's completely snuffed out of the Democrat Party. That's why people like Tulsi Gabbard and others have left. And it will make them more emboldened to do what is right to save this country and speak the truth and move America forward in a way that brings it prosperity and independence for the people. The complete opposite of globalism, the complete opposite of liberalism, the complete opposite of the the direction that we have been going. And 
a lot of that has to do with obviously the midterms, but I'll also with Elon Musk officially closing the Twitter deal yesterday. And then with such viral tweets getting a million likes plus like the bird is free. Also replying to others on Twitter asking for accounts to be unbanned. Saying we're going to be digging into that today. Now as far as, I mean this has to be one of the most popular tweets of all time. The bird is freed. Elon Musk, 1.6 million likes. 264,000 retweets. Not even up 24 hours yet. That's got to be one of the most popular of all time. I don't know what the list there is, but that's got to be up there. We might have free speech again on Twitter. And so I've obviously got a stack of news on that. I've got a big stack of news over here with some major developments leading up to the midterms. But the trend continues where liberals and leftists, and this is the genuinely anti-establishment liberal left that may not see eye to eye with, with you or I politically, but they don't like wars and generally speaking, they're anti-establishment. And so... When you have AOC and Pelosi and now Ilhan Omar and all these other people getting protested at their own event by leftists for supporting war, Elizabeth Warren, so many others, that's a good sign. And I think a lot of that has to do with the boldness and the bravery of Tulsi Gabbard coming out, who's always been anti-war, and saying, I can't be a part of this Democrat party anymore. They're pro-war, they're pro-censorship, they're anti-American. And that has given other leftists, other liberals, the courage to go to these Democrat events and shout down their representatives saying, we don't want World War III, you ran on anti-war. Why are you now getting us into World War III with Russia? What the hell is wrong with you? So we've got more examples of that. There is a huge development, and I I didn't even get to this yesterday, and I'm hoping I'll have time to get to it today. There is a huge development on a January 6th defendant that may be the greatest new evidence. I mean, aside from Ray Epps, aside from all the Antifa people going into the Capital first that we have on footage and Ray Epps calling people to go in and then the January 6th committee says they don't know who he is and the FBI takes him off the most wanted list as if that wasn't proof enough that there was Fed involvement. I think that this story of a January 6th defendant might be the most subtle yet obvious proof specifically when you give it a side-by-side comparison with the fake kidnapping of Gretchen Whitmer case and the attempt to launch a similar situation in Virginia when Ralph Northam was the governor there. So I'll explain that coming up as well. We've got a Alex Jones prediction almost 14 years ago to the day. We'll go back to October 30th, 2008, 
This is in regards to the deep state wanting a war with Russia now, making that clearer than ever, putting all of our lives in danger, quite frankly, the Pentagon and the White House right now, saber-rattling to try to get a war with Russia going, and we're not in a good position as far as geopolitically is concerned because we're, we're no longer self-sustainable, we're no longer independent, we are a dependent nation on foreign nations. We've shut off our own energy, so we don't even have energy. Biden has drained the strategic oil reserves, so that's a problem too. And then you see the rest of the world power structure backing Russia. And then you see who would supposed to supposedly be our allies in such a situation, the NATO allies and the European countries pretty much balking and telling the U.S., yeah, you want war with Russia over Ukraine, you're actually in it alone. Because remember, Ukraine is not a NATO country. So despite all the propaganda trying to sell it like the West has some sort of loyalty or duty to protect Ukraine, they don't. European countries don't and NATO countries don't. They don't. And the only reason why the U.S. has that loyalty is because of people like Nancy Pelosi and the Biden crime family that have their business deals there where they send $100 million, excuse me, $100 billion to Ukraine, and then where does the money go? Nobody seems to know, and nobody seems to want to know. So that is what's coming up on today's transmission. Plus, we'll be hearing from Alex along the way as well. But ladies and gentlemen, despite all the censorship, we're still here on air. And so that's the good news. They did not expect for InfoWars to still be on air. They did not expect Alex Jones to still have a voice. They did not expect you to still have a voice. Yet here we are ready for another three-hour transmission, uh, four-hour Alex Jones show, and then I'll be also hosting the War Room later today. And that's thanks to your support at InfoWarsStore.com, the best-selling book, The Great Reset and the War for the World. It lays it all out, folks. There's not a better time than right now to purchase this book as a gift and give it to friends and family because people are thirsty for the truth. They see the world around them and the lies they've been told better than ever. They're looking for knowledge. They're looking for understanding. And this book is a great blueprint for that process. The Great Reset and the War for the World by Alex Jones at InfoWarsStore.com. You can get the hard copy and you can get the hard copy signed at InfoWarsStore.com. Plus, one day left. We've been telling about the huge specials at InfoWarsStore.com, up to 50% off top-rated, top-selling supplements. That only has one day left. So final day for big sales at InfoWarsStore.com. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. 
Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hey, everybody. If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. And discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away at SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. this stack of political news as we are 11 days out from the midterm elections. Such a key election coming up here in 11 days. Hard to believe we're that close. The whole world, the whole process is so crazy. Now that you're actually near the finish line, you're like, whoa, here we are. Now, there's some oddities in the financial news sector here today that I try to understand, and it just really, the best way to describe it is that, again, you're being lied to by the White House. You're being lied to by the American media. And so this was a big story all week long. Shell and Total oil giants report huge profits on high energy prices. And so this was the big talking point is, oh, look, the oil companies are making more money than ever before. And... They're trying to blame the oil companies. Well, okay. and But it's not even American oil companies. It's European oil companies. And so they're trying to say that this is an American, American oil problem, and then they're covering European oil companies. So they say, see, look at how corrupt the American oil. Look at how bad big oil is. Look at what they do. And then you say, well, what are they talking about? Oh, European oil companies? Wait, what? So what do you want Biden to do to European oil companies, liberals? I'm just curious, but okay. Oil companies making a record profit. Maybe you got a problem with that. Okay, so what happens when corporations, what happens when big businesses, what happens when they make a lot of money? Well, your GDP goes up, you see, because they're selling more products. So they complain that the oil companies are making more money than ever before, but then they celebrate that the White House is claiming that there has been a 2.6% GDP growth in the third quarter. So 
Big corporations, big oil, making record profits, bad. GDP going up, good. Those two things are not consistent, obviously. But again, we're talking about liberals. We're talking about Democrats. So consistency is not a concern of theirs. Only the party propaganda. So again, oh, oil companies making a lot of money. Big business making a lot of money. Bad. Oh, GDP up when a Democrat's in the office. Good, good, yes, good. Business is making a lot of money. Bad, bad, yes, bad, boo. We don't like businesses making money. No good. Ooh, oh, GDP up, GDP up, good. Yes, thank you, Biden. Yes, GDP, good. These are not bright people. But some aren't believing the 2.6 GDP number. Like Wall Street Silver can't help but notice those Amazon earnings don't explicitly jibe with the whole 2.6 economic growth thing. How the heck is GDP up 2.6% when these numbers, with these numbers from Amazon, is GDP data fake right before the election? Well, I wouldn't be surprised if they faked data before the election. I mean, the GDP, we were already in a recession, technically speaking, So going up 2.6% is still not even getting it back to where it needed to be. So you're still technically in the red if you're looking at from a percentage growth standpoint under the Biden administration, you're still in the red. But see, here's what they do. They tell this big lie, just like the Biden White House did with the gas prices. This is Joe Biden yesterday. So, okay, they say, look how great we are. GDP growth up 2.6%. But if you look at the overall number since Biden got in the White House, it's still down. We'd actually still be considered in a recession if it wasn't for this most recent number. So maybe they faked it to say we're not in a recession. Maybe it's legit. But either way, they're lying by saying, look at how good we've done with the GDP. This is the same thing they're doing with gas prices now. Here's Joe Biden yesterday taking a victory lap on lowering gas prices in clip F. The most common price of gas in America is $3.39, down from over $5 when I took office. So that is as big of a lie as you can make. Um, Water is not wet. The sun doesn't rise in the east. I mean, you know, whatever you want to say. We all know that the average price per gallon in the United States when Biden took office was $2.39 a gallon. This is easily available data. So gas when Biden took office was $2.39 per gallon. But here's what Joe Biden lies and tells you gas was. Again, here it is. Play the clip one more time. The most common price of gas in America is $3.39 down from over $5 when I took office. So gas got up to $5 after Joe Biden took office. He doubled the gas prices. More than doubled, actually. More than doubled. More than doubled. Even Twitter, which I guess we can't even say even Twitter now since it's owned by Elon Musk, but even Twitter has a fact check on this saying Biden's lying. It was $2.38 a gallon when he took office. He said it was 5 So he lies to you, and the media is not going to call him on it. 
and he assumes that you're so stupid you're going to believe his lie, or, or he, really he doesn't even know what's going on, actually. Biden doesn't even know where he is half the time. So, oh, $5 when I took office. Look, I lowered the gas to $3.39. That's actually a dollar higher than it was when you took office, you jackass. So now they're doing the same thing with the GDP. And they're saying, look, GDP is up 2.6%. Thank you, Joe Biden. No, we just had three quarters of negative GDP growth, which means we're in a recession And we're still in the red under Joe Biden. And he says, look, we've gained 2.6% GDP growth, which is still in the red. Oh, look, gas is down from $5 a gallon when I took office. No, gas is up a dollar from $2.39 a gallon when you took office. You liar. So it's the same thing with GDP. Oh, GDP up 2.6%. No, GDP is actually down about 4% since you took office. You liar. But, eh, you know, maybe crashing the economy isn't your thing. Maybe it's war. Maybe that's what you like. By the way, before I hit these war clips, in fact, I'll, I'll cover the news with the war on the other side. But here's Alex Jones on October 30th, 2008, almost 12 years ago to the day, predicting a nuclear war with Russia in this clip. They want, they want a, a major war with an influential world power. Madman. I mean, I just, what does it ever end? They're publicly stealing all the money. They're trying to start World War III. They snuck attack Russia a month and a half ago. They got 10,000 nukes, topo limbs, and they're openly, uh, NATO's announced that they have a preemptive strike, that they may sneak attack Russia. And, and, and then Russia comes out and says, well, we're going to defend ourselves. And the media spins that and says Russia's threatening to blow the U.S. to kingdom come. That's why the Russians are moving back into Cuba. They're moving into Venezuela. They've moved nukes into Venezuela. They're in the Gulf of Mexico. Rand and the Carlisle Group are not amused at the fact that the stock market is crashing. And uh, they want a new war to reinvigorate it. They said that... Uh, I mean, that's evil enough, but why can't they pick Venezuela or something? Why does it have to be well, Russia and China? And now here we are, once again, Alex Jones ahead of his time. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages hey, again. That segment. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Live from the Infowars.com studios, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. 
So, nobody wants world war. You would think nobody wants nuclear war. That is, unless you want to see civilization destroyed, you want to see the planet destroyed, and then you think you can take over upon its ashes. Seems to be what our deep state and White House are into right now. U.S. accelerates plan to deploy upgraded nukes to Europe. That's nice. Let's just move a bunch of nukes around the planet and uh, threaten nuclear war. That's what the people want. You'd think we'd be beyond that by now as humans in the information age, in the digital age, in the globalized age, but no. No, our government still want to blow people up. In stunning strategy reversal, Pentagon will no longer rule out use of nuclear weapons against non-nuclear threats. So Russia comes out and says, we don't want to use nukes and we will not preemptively use nukes. Again, where are the peace talks? Where are the summits? Where are the leaders sitting down? Russia Russia has said they would sit down in Zelensky for peace talks. Zelensky said F you. Elon Musk said he would help usher in peace talks with Russia and Ukraine. Zelensky said F you. And then that story goes on. And so Russia says we're not going to use nukes preemptively. So what is the U.S.'s response? Well, we will. Wow. So, I mean, you could say this is a moment of Russia lowering its guard, putting its guard down. This is a moment of Russia saying, look, we know we're not having peace talks, but uh, here's our here's our public statement saying we won't use nukes preemptively as a sign to the world that we don't want nuclear war. They haven't made their agenda in Ukraine secret. But they're saying, we don't want nuclear war. So the U.S., instead of saying, this is an opportunity to lower the temperature in the room, this is an opportunity to maybe help avoid a nuclear confrontation or larger escalation of war, and instead the U.S. says, no, this is an opportunity for us to look at Russia as weak and threaten them with nukes. Incredible stuff from our evil, satanic government. The White House and the Pentagon. Sick, sick stuff. But the average liberal Democrat voter doesn't want war either. They have a self-preservation mechanism not to get into a nuclear war, despite the overwhelming propaganda in the media that would have you believe most liberals want war. That's not true. There are obviously the, the radical left that will just support any state propaganda that's shoved down their throats at this point. They're in total brainwashing Stockholm Syndrome We can't really help them anymore. They're gone. But no, the average liberal, the average liberal Democrat that can still think for themselves doesn't want war. And so now you've had Cortez, you've had Elizabeth Warren, and all of these other liberal Democrats in Congress have their events get shut down by leftist protesters who are against war. Here is the latest example at an Ilhan Omar event where she gets disrupted by protesters, anti-war protesters. Here it is in clip B. You are supposed to be a progressive Democrat, anti-war, anti-war. 80 billion to Ukraine is not anti-war. Ukraine is killing its own citizens in the Donbass. We are helping little children like me that have been out. So, so I pause it right quick. 
she claims that they're helping little children like her. I, that, first of all, that's not even accurate at all. To act like Ukraine and Somalia are in the same situation is just ridiculous. But, oh, okay, let's let, let pretend like we can take that at face value. Oh, so you mean we're going to take in Ukrainian refugees like yourself who then end up working to destroy the very country that gave them a second shot at life? Just like we took in Ilhan Omar and gave her everything, and now she works to destroy the country that took her in. That's what it's all about to her in Ukraine. Oh, now I get it. Let's bring in other foreigners like Ilhan Omar to come to the United States of America and destroy it. That's because I guess that's a I I guess her saying she's anti-war, but being pro destroying America with foreigners is is a better stance to take in response to this protester so guys pick it up where we left it off here uh and and we will finish up the clip go ahead we are helping little children like you that have been helped so unless unless listen listen unless you have not been paying attention to what is happening there are millions of ukrainians that have been displaced there are piles of bodies that are being found in mass graves. There are little children who whose lives are being lost by Zelensky. Yeah, Zelensky yeah, and the Ukrainians Zelensky are doing all of this with our weapons. But unless you are someone like me that has been that child, you do not get to tell me what my votes mean. Ah. How I get to vote in supporting people. See, and there it is, right there. There is the entire psychology for for where they're coming from on display here i'm bigger and better than you so i my opinion matters more than yours i was a refugee from somalia therefore i'm more important than you my opinion matters more than you and you don't get to criticize anything i do do you see that mentality it's the same thing oh i'm i'm a gay liberal so i get to strip naked in front of children and make them grab my genitals I'm pro-trans kids. I get to chop up little boys and girls and call it gender affirmation care. You bigot. You transphobe. Oh, I'm black. And so you can't criticize anything I do because I'm a victim here. I'm black. This is the psychology of the left. This is why they have the victim economy. This is why they want to have the victim totem pole putting you at the bottom of it and they perched on top of you you can't criticize them. They're bigger victims than you. So imagine. So the protester says, you said you were anti-war. You have funded the war in Ukraine. That's not anti-war. And then Ilhan Amor says, because I was a little, gore, a little girl in a war-torn nation, you can't criticize me or anything I do. But then the protester, obviously more informed than she is, says you do understand that that's Ukraine and Zelensky bombing Ukrainians in Donbas. That's not Russia. And she just goes on to say, you can't criticize me. I'm a Somali refugee. And then, and then she says that they're not anti-war protesters, even though that's exactly what they are. So imagine, I mean, th- this is the clown world of it. You go to a Democrat event as an anti-war protester because you're anti-war and the Democrats are getting us into a war with Russia. And you say, I'm going to, I'm going to make a, disturbance here because i'm anti-war and i don't like what the democrats representing me are doing and then they say how dare you you're not anti-war that's how fast reality comes at you 
That's how fast it comes at you now. And I would imagine this trend is going to continue. Now, uh, the major push ahead of midterms here, Biden's student loan forgiveness has been a disaster. I think they fired it off too early. Nobody's getting the student loan forgiveness. People are complaining. They're saying Biden lied about it. And it's, and it's just illegal to do it. It's not holding up in the courts. And so the Biden administration came out today and said, Biden predicts student loan forgiveness checks will go out within two weeks. Oh, just before midterms. I got news for you, liberals. They're lying. You're not going to get that student debt relief. Biden lied to you. The Democrats lied to you. They can't even legally do it. They tried to buy your vote and... They assume you're stupid enough to fall for it, even though you won't get the money. Hey, I'm going to give you 200 bucks to vote Democrat. Oh, okay. Weeks go by. Hey, where's my 200 bucks? It's coming. Tomorrow's the midterm. Where's my 200 bucks? Don't worry, it's coming. No, it's never coming. But that's okay, because Biden apparently is driving cars with um, Jay Leno. Biden pushes Corvette to 118 miles per hour in drag race against Colin Powell's son, so he's having fun. He can drive the gas-powered car. Vice President Harris announces $1 billion for electric school buses in all 50 states. That's a nice little it's a nice little um, flower for her. It's not going to solve climate change, but she gets to celebrate. Look, it's not hype that InfoWars has changed the world. It's not hype that your support of InfoWars is the reason we were able to do this. So I salute you and I thank you. Now, you know about fluoride, the bad halogen on the periodic table. Well, high-quality iodine is the good halogen and does the opposite of fluoride. And when you've got it in your body, it doesn't just supercharge your cells. It doesn't just give you more energy. It doesn't just boost your immune system. But it also blocks the bad halogens in the fluoride, chlorine, bromide, bromine family. So, ladies and gentlemen, it takes about two weeks for X3 to kick in on average. Take a few drops every day, and almost everyone has dramatic results. Plus, it funds the InfoWar. So what do you have to lose but taking action? Experience X3 finally back in stock at InfoWarStore.com right now for 50% off. Experience Try Iodine. Learn about the iodine fluoride conspiracy. Learn how to counter the fluoride and fund the InfoWar and empower your life at InfoWarStore.com. I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at Infowars.com and the support of the fight starts at Infowarsstore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. There was 
was an intruder at the Pelosi mansion, the Pelosi estate. It's gigantic. It's huge because uh, they're rich. And Paul Pelosi was home and was attacked with a hammer and sent to the emergency room. And now more is developing as far as the details in this story are concerned. They're claiming that the assailant, the home invader, was shouting, where is Nancy, where is Nancy, and went in the house looking for Nancy Pelosi. And, of course, this is the Democrat angle of were the victims here, see MAGA extremists are trying to have us killed. Now, before I get into the questions as far as that story is concerned, should we not look at the obvious here? Democrats have been engaged in domestic terrorism for my entire life. I am a, I, I, I mean, I, I don't like to say I'm a victim because uh, these people only come at me because I'm a, because I'm a freedom fighter. But no, I mean, I, I could sit here and I could show the dozens of death threats that I get. I could show I've had two incidents where leftist terrorists have, have come to my private residence. It's happened twice in my life. And, and I could get into all that. And it's not just me. It's, it's probably a lot of you in the audience. We've had dozens of GOP headquarters firebombed, planned, uh, 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 or excuse me, rather, um, non-abortion support centers for women, pro-life centers for women, firebombed. I mean, do we even have to get into all the Democrat terrorism of 2020? Do we have to get into the Chaz and the chop? Do we have to get into Democrats and liberals trying to burn federal buildings, burn police stations? We all we all remember all of that. They just sent an assassin to try to kill Justice Kavanaugh. They sent an assassin to the Republican baseball practice to try to engage in a mass shooting of Republicans, shot Steve Scalise and others. They've tried to attack and kill Rand Paul multiple times. So, I mean, if you want to look at a rap sheet, let's say you, you decide to take this story at the face value that a conservative went to hunt down Nancy Pelosi in her home with a hammer shouting, where is Nancy? So, okay, let's take a look at a rap sheet. The Democrat domestic terror rap sheet is about 10 million pages long from the KKK to the Weather Underground to Antifa and BLM and to just their random supporters going out to assassinate Republicans. Their rap sheet is about 10,000, 10 million pages long. The conservative rap sheet of violence is, is a page, one page. So I'm not going to be sit here. I'm not going to sit here and get gaslit by the Democrats crying victim if it's even true that a crazed conservative went into the house of the Pelosi's to try to harm Nancy Pelosi with a hammer, which I don't even believe that. But let's say I take that at face value. We condemn that. We don't promote violence. We're not violent people. That's not what we do. I fully condemn someone going into Nancy Pelosi's house with a hammer to try to do her her harm. Fully condemn it. Now, you'll never see that action out of Democrat liberals. They never condemn their terrorism because at the end of the day, they support it. They cheer it on. They bail out the terrorists like Kamala Harris did. But okay, at face value, I think all conservatives will condone violence being done to the Pelosi in the name of politics. I don't think a conservative will have any problem with those words coming out of their mouths today, even if most of us don't even believe that that's the truth. But okay, there you go. Democrat domestic terror rap sheet, 
thousands of pages long. And of course, the conservative rap sheet, a single page. But we condone that. Fine. But oh, see what they did on January 6th? They got all the conservatives, all the Republicans to condone that. Now that looks like it was actually a Fed surrection. But I'll have more on that coming up. Back to the story last night. So others are mentioning this is not the first time there's been a security breach in the Pelosi neighborhood. Even Harmeet Dillon, a lawyer who has, who has experience with this story and specific knowledge on it, is saying, how could this be possible? The, the neighborhood the Pelosi's are in is extremely secure. It's a bunch of millionaires that live there. The house that the Pelosi's live in is secure in its own right with a private gated fence and security cameras and security. So how does a lone hammer man get through all of that security undetected into the Pelosi home undetected? Not only that, but we have no videos or images of the individual. None. Now, let's recall. Just earlier this week. Katie Hobbs campaign blamed a break in at her campaign headquarters on Carrie Lake supporters. Then when the image came out of the criminal and the investigation was launched into the criminal, all of a sudden Katie Hobbs campaign quit blaming it on Carrie Lake. All of a sudden Katie Hobbs campaign stopped talking about that. Huh? I wonder why that would be. Obviously they lied and they knew it wasn't a member of Carrie Lake's supporting uh, voters. And it was either a random act of, of criminality or even they false flagged themselves to blame Lake in their desperation. Either way, they got wildly silent after screaming as loudly as they can. Look at what Carrie Lake did to us. She sent a terrorist into our campaign headquarters. Then the Lake campaign denied it, shared the image of the individual, said it's under investigation. And all of a sudden the Hobbs campaign crickets. So what's the real story with the Nancy Pelosi break-in? I would say, well, look. Look at how much crime there is in California. Look at how much crime there is in San Francisco. Are you really surprised? A break-in at your house is almost an odds-on favorite these days, even if you are Nancy Pelosi. But no. If it was a conservative crazy that went in there looking for Nancy Pelosi, we condemn it. That is bad. We hope that the investigation bears fruit and the criminal is brought to justice. But I'm sorry that I can't sit here and believe that at face value. No, no, I can't. We know Democrats do false flags against themselves. We know that the hate crime hoax is a massive phenomenon. In fact, there was a book that just came out. I'm looking forward to reading this book. I forget the gentleman's name. He was on Fox News last night. It was, it was Ridley something who just wrote a book about hate crime hoaxes. An entire book. I mean, folks, we have dozens on record of hate crime hoaxes, and it's always the same side doing it. The left. From Jussie Smollett to the Boston Children's Hospital fake bomber, where they write fake, they write stories calling me a conspiracy theorist because I accurately cover the news when it was mainstream news that that was a hoax. But so what is the real story with the Pelosi break-in? Who knows if we'll ever know the truth, but at the time, they're trying to blame Trump. They're trying to blame conservatives saying, look, conservatives are violent. They came into my house. But of course, the real story would be, okay, so if that's bad, so if somebody breaking into Pelosi's house to do harm to, to the Pelosi's is, is bad, and it is, 
then what do you call all of the domestic terrorism from the Democrat Party for my entire life? Hell on earth? Well, let's just take a look at what goes on in these Democrat cities. Seven-year-old boy hit and killed by stray bullet in his Chicago home. Gun-free zone, by the way. Gun-free zone, Chicago. Seven-year-old boy killed by stray bullet. Gun-free zone. New York police reveals 25 victims who have been shoved in front of subway cars so far this year with two months to go. Two victims killed, 20 narrowly avoided death. Was that white supremacist doing that? No, no. Woman, 18 years old, stabbed and hit by stranger on Brooklyn Street. Woman, just just standing on the street corner, guy just randomly comes up, stabs her, walks away. Is that white supremacy? No. Youth, youth who stabbed home intruder, jailed for three and a half years. Now, this is actually a wild story out of Ireland. An individual breaks into his home. The young man stabs and kills the intruder. He gets three and a half years. So in America, if you're a criminal who stabs somebody in the streets, you get released from jail the next day. In Ireland, you stab somebody that invades your house, you get three and a half years in jail. Crazy. Back to America, though. Slain landlord found in freezer called police many times on tenant. Now, why... Would a person of color renting from a white woman decide that she doesn't have to pay rent? And when the white woman demands that she pay rent, she decides to chop her up and put her in a freezer. Why would that be? Who would have given her that idea? Guys, please pull up the New York Post story for me so we can get a look at this. Tenant Sandra Kolalu, 36, has been charged with murder of Francis Walker, 69, who was found in a freezer in her north side home after a resident of the building chopped her up and put her in a freezer because she didn't want to pay rent. And after all, she's a minority, so she shouldn't have to pay rent. And if you make her pay rent as a white person, you should get murdered. Who would have given her that idea? Not the peace-loving Democrats. Fluoride is the enemy. It's the bad halogen to the same family as chlorine, bromide, you name it. What's the good halogen? Ladies and gentlemen, it is iodine. And we have the highest quality iodine you're going to find anywhere exclusively at InfoWarStore.com. It is X3 triiodine, the deep earth crystal iodine, and two other healthy types that help absorb it better into the cells for all cellular function and for energy and so much more. Get your X3 exclusively today at InfoWarStore.com. It funds the InfoWar, but more importantly, it energizes your body and every cellular function. Takes about two weeks for it to kick in. A couple drops every day under the tongue. Experience X3 today, back in stock, 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. X3 at InfoWarsStore.com. Boy, it's been a rough go for Paul Pelosi. Married to the Wicked Witch of the West death warmed over Nancy then uh, drives his car completely inebriated gets in a crash you would probably in jail for be in jail for years if you did that not Paul Pelosi and then he's at home when somebody allegedly breaks in and tries to harm his wife with a hammer and instead takes it out on him but of course people are 
wondering what the real story is. And that's just where we're at now. And, and sadly, this is on both sides of the aisle. Nobody trusts anybody anymore. But uh, Democrats have a track record of faking hate crimes and lying. And so, of course, people are questioning it. But again, what happened to the slain landlord in Chicago when Sandra Kolalu chopped her up and put her in a freezer because she was demanding that she pay her rent? Why would a black woman feel that she doesn't have to pay rent to the white woman And when the white woman demands rent, she says, well, I'm going to chop you up and put you in a freezer. Why? Who would have given her that idea? Not the party of peace, the Democrats. Of course not. Of course not them. Police had already been called on the killer five times in October alone. Hmm. Hmm. But I guess, you know, with Democrat logic, we should ban knives and we should ban hammers, right? Right. Right, 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 right. Macron admits half of the crimes in Paris are committed by foreigners. But keep those borders wide open, right? Keep those borders wide open and keep those foreigners pouring across because we love them. Now, even when he gets something right, we'll call him by his real name, Senk Uyghur, formerly known as Chunk Yogurt of the Young Turks. He's like had some sort of an epiphany, whether he realizes it or not. I don't know if maybe he got, he maybe, he maybe went into the deep Amazon rainforest and had some ayahuasca. Maybe he smoked some DMT. Maybe he consumed some magical mushrooms. But he seems to have some sort of an awakening here. He's calling out Democrat liberal cities are turning into hell holes. And uh, then a couple more instances here. He says, I hope Karen Bass proves me wrong, but I would be shocked if she changed the status quo even a tiny bit. Well, yeah, that's the Democrat status quo of violent cities. What did she do in Congress? Approximately nothing. That's what establishment Dems always do. L.A. desperately needs change. If you don't think it doesn't need a change, that's amazing. Watch St. Yoker getting one right. Another one. There is this persistent irrationality in American politics that people assume you love the person you're voting for and think they're perfect. No, it just means they're better than your other choice. Why is this so hard for people to understand? It's an incredibly simple concept. Wait, are you talking about Trump? Are you talking about Trump here? Because that's what people were saying about Trump, and now you're saying about Biden. Odd. Odd indeed. Hmm. And then there's this. Get used to this because this is the new world order. This is the end man-made climate change green new deal right here for you. Thousands too ashamed to go to work because they can't afford soap and deodorant. Good. That's good. A report suggests 3.2 million of adults in Britain are in hygiene poverty And many are ashamed to go to work because they cannot afford items such as soap and deodorant. Good. Don't you get it? That's good. You're causing climate change. I don't know what it is about logic and some people's inability to have it or some people's inability to reach conclusions. Because logic is not a... a, It it moves. it's, It's moving. Logic leads to conclusions so what do you think is going to happen with your whole stop man-made climate change when you shut off energy shut off oil i mean 
Like, yeah, you're not going to have hygiene products. You're not going to have warm showers. You're not going to have running water. You're not going to have plumbing. You're not going to have heating. You're not going to have air conditioning. You're not going to go to work. You're not going to have a car. So they sit here and they're like, stop oil, stop energy, stop climate change. And then they're like, I'm so poor. I can't afford anything. What's going on? That's what you wanted. You're saving the planet now. Big Brother, mainstream media, government cover-ups. You want to stop tyranny? Well, so does he. Live from the Infowars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. And now, your host, Owen Schroyer. All right, I want to get into the Twitter news now. And guys, let's 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 put this image on screen so the people can see who has been censoring them on Twitter for the last year. There are the people who have been censoring you on Twitter. How does that make you feel? How does that make you feel that these two individuals have been censoring your free speech, the free speech of Americans censored by these two? Mm-hmm. You know, there's this thing about America and about American people called freedom of speech, and it's something we really believe in. It's part of our destiny to be free and show the world the meaning of freedom and the results of freedom with the prosperity that it brings. And when you have foreigners come here that don't have those same values that shut off and cut off our freedoms, they just don't get it, folks. They don't get it. Most people that live in this country have one or two things in their background. And that is a struggle to get to this country and earn their freedom through the means of immigration. Or the struggle of wars and fighting and bloodshed to earn their freedom. So when you earn that freedom, it means something to you. Something really deep in your soul. It's in your blood. It's in your makeup. It's in your consciousness. It never goes away. It can't be put out. It's an infinite flame. So when people that don't have that flame come here and shut off your free speech, they really don't get it. These two never got it. They never will get it. And they never should have had it to begin with. So how does that make you feel? And this goes on at every other big tech company. So I'm sorry that these two don't have the desire to be free and the loyalty and commitment and understanding of what that means to the American people. But thank God Elon Musk does. And thank God he took out the trash. Goodbye, freedom haters. Get out. But like good communists, don't worry, they got paid on the way out. These two are going to make approximately $200 million. Oh, and the left, oh, the left is against rich people. Oh, the, the millionaires are so bad. And then all the people they look up to, all the people that are the thought leaders, all the people that censor the opposition, they're all millionaires. Isn't that ironic? So, yeah, sorry, you never supported free speech. Sorry, you never got it, did you? You never got it, did you? Maybe you never will. I hope someday you will. 
I hope someday people will understand what you understand, what I understand, the value of the First and Second Amendment. But Vijaya Gade and Parag Agrawal never got it and sadly never will get it. But that's okay because you will never put out our flame of liberty, ever. You never will. You never will. So good riddance. Don't let the door hit you on the way out with your hundreds of millions of dollars that you're making on the way out. Oh, I'm sure they'll give it all to charity too. Yeah, right. So they're panicked though because Elon Musk is taking over and their anti-American censors are out. Wired Magazine a Musk-owned Twitter could be disastrous for women and marginalized communities. Oh, there it is. Yes, oh. Disastrous for women and marginalized communities already facing abuse and targeted harassment on the platform. Oh, I, Hey, here's an idea. If you can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen. You ever heard that one before? If you can't handle the heat... Get out of the kitchen. Nobody's making you go on Twitter. Uh, Women in marginalized communities already facing abuse on Twitter. Uh, It's so hard for them. (laughs) What are they even doing there then if it's so bad? You want to know just how psychotic these people are though? I mean, do you really want to know? Folks, it's bad. Trust me. I go into their minds. It is a it is a place. It's empty, actually. It's it's empty. Nothing but state propaganda bouncing around in there. No God. No soul. No light. Just darkness and propaganda, like JoJo from Jurors. Now nobody actually follows this woman, but she's always on your news feeds. I don't think that's going to be continuing much longer. By the way, all the Democrat Party propaganda forced onto your news feeds is going to be shut down pretty soon. And all of their synthetic interaction is going to be shut down pretty soon. So enjoy it while it lasts, guys, because it's not going to go on much longer. But here, here she is. She, this, is a, this is a woman paid for, by the Dem, paid for by the Democrat Party and synthetically boosted on Twitter to get as much interaction as possible uh, to make sure Democrat Party propaganda enters the mind and the stream of consciousness to the uninformed voter. Just You want to know how psycho they are? Here's an example. I joined this app, Twitter, in 2017 largely because I wanted to tell Donald Trump that he had old balls and stuff. Yeah, you're, you're clearly not well in the head, lady. And while I really, really, really don't want to, I'll do it again if I have to. So, of course, what, what's the story here? And I've got an example. Here's Robert Reich. Folks, look, um, Ro- Robert Reich is legitimately mentally retarded. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, it's kind of like, oh, you're ableist. Well, no, I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and take serious advice from a man who has an IQ of 10. But see, oh, here's here's Robert Reich. Again, he promotes the Democrat Party propaganda. He does it for free, though. See, he's so dumb. He does it for free. This was him in July of 2021. Trump is suing Facebook, Twitter, and Google for violating his First Amendment rights by keeping him off their platforms. Someone should remind him that they're private companies to which the First Amendment doesn't apply. Okay, so Robert Reich, Robert Third Reich, Robert Firth Reich says uh, censorship is good. 
Censorship is perfectly good and legal. That was July of last year. Now, here he is yesterday. When multi-billionaires take control of our most vital platform for communication, it's not a win for free speech. It's a win for oligarchy. Oh, I see, Robert. I see, Robert, you tiny small man. I see, Robert. So when the censorship works in your political beliefs' favor, it's a good thing. When the censorship is no longer working in your political favor, it's a bad thing now. I see. I got you. Yeah. And and by the way, Robert was one of the many out there who said he would leave Twitter if Musk took over. Uh, yeah, right. So here's, here's uh, Robert forthright today. I thought I'd leave these here just in case, hypothetically, the new potential owner of Twitter decides to bar videos critiquing billionaires in the system that enables them. Oh, 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 Robert Reich is against censorship now again yesterday. So Robert Forthreich was all about censorship when it was President Trump and his supporters. Now that his opposition is not going to be censored, all of a sudden he's worried about censorship, which, by the way, nobody's going to be censoring the left. Nobody calls for censorship of the left. Elon Musk is going to censor the left. But all of these people were threatening to leave Twitter. Yes, all the paid-for Democrat bot accounts like Brooklyn Defiant Dad and Jersey Joe and the rest of them. You've seen them in your news feeds. You don't follow them. They pop up on your news feeds every day. That's Democrat paid-for party propaganda uh, forced into your news feeds by the Twitter algorithms. I don't think it lasts much longer. They all said they would leave Twitter when Elon Musk took over. How many of them do you think will actually leave? Zero. That's how many. None. Zero zilch nada. And that's for two reasons. Um, One, because they like it too much and they like all the synthetic attention they've been getting. It's a dopamine hit. It's a drug to them. For the first time in their lives, they feel like they have friends and that they're popular. Even though it's all fake, they'll have to learn the hard way. But two, it's the same reason why they never left America when Donald Trump got in office. They all said they'd leave America when Trump got in and and then they didn't. Why? Because America is the best country on earth. And so, of course, you don't want to leave, you frauds. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles and those live feeds both the regular shows, the special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars Emergency News Alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. 
What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. You will always have conspiracy theories. They are nothing but distractions. We need a great reset. The idea of a bio-terrorist attack is kind of the nightmare scenario. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. I don't have to sit here and tell you it's coming anymore and show you documents like I used to. You're just going to live it now. Is that a Dr. Fauci Halloween costume or a serial killer Halloween costume? I can't tell the difference. Trick question. There is none. (laughs) Happy Halloween, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Halloween from all of us here at InfoWars to you. We hope you have a great weekend. By the way, I was wondering what the ripple effect would be to free speech being returned to Twitter and if that wouldn't maybe change the tide in the competitive business market of social media for other big tech companies to say, hey, you know what? We can't have... Twitter be the only platform for free speech. Now we're losing out on revenue. We need free speech too. Well, not looking like that's how it's going to go here. YouTube announces it will certify medical information medical information in cahoots with the World Health Organization. Ah, nice. So the commies at the WHO who lie to you for a living are going to control the flow of information on YouTube. Nice. Nice. That's not fascist at all. That's not collusion. That's not big government. Mm-hmm. Amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. Of course, the big question is, will or when will Alex Jones be back on Twitter? And we may have some information on that coming up in the next hour with a special guest I'm debating kind of breaking some stuff that I know about it, but I really don't even want to talk about it because it's the kind of thing where I just want to wait until the thing is complete to to report on it. And the honest truth is right now, I don't know. I don't know if Alex Jones will ever be allowed back on Twitter. I don't know if InfoWars will ever be allowed back on Twitter. I don't know if I will ever be allowed back on Twitter. I know for myself, speaking for myself personally, of course, I would like to be back on Twitter. And then for InfoWars, of course, we would like to be able to be back on Twitter. Now, people have tried to share our links on Twitter and you still can't. You still our, our links are still banned from being shared. So we'll see how long that lasts. And then we'll see. I mean, I think the Alex Jones account when it got suspended had close to two million followers. So, that, you know, that's a big deal. That's a big deal, and we shall see. I know that Elon Musk, who I guess obviously talks to Kanye West, 
has reinstated Kanye's account. Elon Musk, who follows the Babylon Bee, has reinstated the Babylon Bee's account. So these are people that obviously have a direct communication with Elon. We don't. But I think a lot of people will go to bat for Alex Jones. And we shall see if his account is restored. But there have been so many accounts banned that the process, I'm sure, will take some time. Now, the globalists, they understand this, but the liberal left don't because they, don't, they, they truly cannot even conceive. They, the concept of independence and self-sustainability to the left is not even in their head. They can't even, they can't even conceive it. They can't even perceive it in their heads because they've been suckling off the memories of the, the state and their daddies their entire lives. So they thought when they banned InfoWars on social media and big tech, they thought that would be it. They didn't understand that we were independent. They didn't understand that we were truly grassroots, and, and it was our audience that supported us. And so as long as we had our audience, we would still be on air. So then they went next level and engaged in the lawfare to try to take us off air. They're still in the process of that. You see those precedents set and then applied towards other individuals, whether it's Internet censorship or now the lawfare. But we have been able to stay on air thanks to your undying support at InfoWarsStore.com, you telling your friends and family about the transmission, getting people to tune in, spreading the links where you can spread them, and, of course, shopping at InfoWarsStore.com. Now, Alex is set to be back in town this evening And he's going to be up here tomorrow doing some special reports, but also cutting new sales at InfoWarsStore.com. So as of right now, this is the last day to take advantage of up to 50% off top-selling, top-rated supplements at InfoWarsStore.com. Vitamin Mineral Fusion, 50% off. DNA Force Plus, 50% off. Brain Force Ultra and Brain Force Plus, the great nootropics. 50% 50% off Survival Shield X2, Survival Shield X3, 50% off Ultimate Krill Oil, 50% off Super Male and Super Female Vitality, 50% off Vitamin D3 Gummies, 50% off. The list goes on and on and on. I'm running out of air telling you about all these sales. It's all at InfoWarsStore.com. And as you know, you get a great product and in the process, support free speech. You get an additional discount, 10% off any item with coupon code 1776 at checkout. So take advantage of that as well. And don't forget about the double Patriot points that can be applied towards future purchases at InfoWarsStore.com. All right. Uh, Let me hit a couple of other stories here before the break. This is from Science Photo Library. And so the Science Photo Library has photos of babies in the womb, right? Babies in the womb. And so they have all the photos of babies in the womb because that's what they are. They're babies and they're in the womb and you can see their bodies and arms and fingers and phalanges and the heart beating and everything. And so they lie to you when they say that's not a baby. It is a baby. But on Science Photo Library, where you can go look at the photos of babies in the womb, very amazing images, very powerful stuff. They have a little disclaimer here. So here you go. Okay, babies in the womb, 10 weeks, 14 weeks. You can go look at it, Science Photo Library. And they have a little disclaimer here. Look at this. Not for use by pro-life or similar organizations. This is real. Folks, this is real. Science Photo Library. Not for use by pro-life or similar organizations. So am I not allowed to use this right now on air? Am I going to get sued 
by Science Photo Library for pointing out that you have photos of babies before they're born? And because I'm pro-life, I'm not allowed to look at this or share this? <laughs> wow. Now, why would that be the case? It's sad. I guess Science Photo Library is pro-abortion. They're in the death cult. They like killing babies. They like chopping up babies for body parts and selling them. I guess photo, Science Photo Library is into that. But here's the, here, here's the true story here. It just shows that they know what they're doing is baby murder, folks. They know it. Why would they put this as a disclaimer in their baby in the womb science photo library? Why would they put not for use by pro-life or similar organizations? Because they know it's a baby in that womb and abortion is murder. And so they have to put this disclaimer out because they know that's the case and they have all the evidence right there in their own photo library. Incredible. But Planned Parenthood is absolutely disgusting, folks. This is a new one. A woman in New York took abortion pills as directed by Planned Parenthood and then gave birth in the bathroom to a fully formed, stillborn baby boy. The expert estimate was 33 to 36 weeks old. Planned Parenthood is being sued for its unthinkable negligence. Yeah, well, Planned Parenthood has killed millions of babies and they get government money to do it. It's sick. So many people say to me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor, they fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet, but now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. We now take you live to the Central Texas Command Center and the heart of the resistance. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. Folks, I don't want to get out ahead of this. Oh, boy. Uh, You know what? Let, Let me just actually pump the brakes on this. Let me pump the brakes on this. And before, I, I'd rather other people break this news. So I, I'm not going to break it right now. It's already out there. Uh, so let me just pump the brakes on that and 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 kind of give the backdrop. And then we'll see if we want to break it on this show or let others break it. It's already out there. But when I say break it, meaning... If there's a story floating around out there and then we report on it, 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 it gets broken wide open. doesn't mean we're the original source. It's just that's, that's how it goes. So, so I really don't want to break this right now. But let me, let me just put it like this. In regards to the Pelosi home invasion, I think there are a lot of obvious questions. Now, if you take it at face value, then okay, fine. We condemn political violence against Nancy Pelosi. 
But there's obviously questions lingering. How does one get into the home, the multiple levels of security, the security cameras, all of it? How can this be? And then the ridiculous narrative that he's running around the house. Where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? I'm here for Nancy. And then, and then they're saying he tied up Paul Pelosi, begging for Nancy Pelosi to come home. So, okay. But that is almost to the same level of, on January 6th, Nancy Pelosi having documentary film crew, crews following her around that day. So, oh, it was so dangerous. She didn't send the documentary film crew home. It was so dangerous. No. And it was such an important day for her that she somehow knew to hire a documentary film crew so it could be used later in a legal case. Isn't that an incredible coincidence? Well, could there be something similar going on? I mean, that's how ridiculous it would be. It'd be like if there was a documentary film crew in Nancy Pelosi's house filming Paul Pelosi getting tied up and beaten with a hammer. I mean, that, that, that might be how ridiculous this thing gets, folks. But I'm, I'm going to hold off on taking that story next level. I, I really don't want to break it here. But let's just say uh, the questions may be getting answered. And, and again, you, you might say, well, this is so ridiculous. The Democrats wouldn't false flag themselves to this extent with 11 days left to the midterms. Really? They wouldn't? Did you see Nancy Pelosi's documentary film crew following her around on January 6th and they released the footage right ahead of the midterm elections during the January 6th hearings? You really don't think that's what would be going on? Yeah, I think uh, they might just be that desperate and they might be acting in that much desperation And, you know, this is how God works, and this is how demons work. Demons cannot help but overexpose themselves eventually. Now, let me get back to this January 6th news that that I think is extremely important here, and I'm going to revisit this later. Ali Alexander wrote this for the Gateway Pundit. He joins me in the next hour. Pelosi cover-up. Now we know why Democrats lied about Trump's National Guard offer. Now, this is an incredible development that, that is an ongoing development here where All the receipts are available, folks. So you don't need to worry about hearsay here. The receipts are available, the phone calls, all of it, where Donald Trump and the White House were asking for added security from the D.C. police and the mayor's office and from the National Guard with Nancy Pelosi. It's on record. There are proof of receipts there. So when... The Democrats come out and say, Trump stood down the National Guard. Trump stood down the police. He wanted there to be activities that day. It's a blatant lie, provable with hardcore evidence that we already have access to. So why are they continuing to push that lie? We're going to get into that later with Ali Alexander. Now, here's the real big story that I see in regards to January 6th that most people are missing. This is from Politico, of course. January 6th rider gets probation, not prison, after judge finds autism played a role. Now, let me, try to, let me try to encapsulate this for you. So one of the individuals, you've probably seen him in images next to the QAnon shaman. And he's got kind of longer hair. And he was in the building that day. He was walking around next to the QAnon shaman. And his name is Nicholas Rodian. And so Judge Trevor McFadden has said that Asperger's or autism or he's somewhere on the spectrum there caused him to be more susceptible into falling into this trap and therefore he shouldn't get prison time. 
and instead gets five years of probation and his family was there uh, arguing on his behalf, if you will. He just started a dog walking service. It's actually kind of a it actually seems like a really wholesome guy, really nice guy, Um, you know, perhaps has autism or Asperger's, but, you know, works on his own. Probably we all know somebody like that in life. Some of the nice, nicest people you ever meet, but very naive, very susceptible, very trusting. And so this particular individual was talking about how he was getting secret information and documents directly from QAnon, who was giving him directives to share it and to take action upon it, like getting on his YouTube channel and talking about it. Now, most people are unaware of this because I'd never seen his YouTube channel. You'd never seen his YouTube channel. You've just seen the pictures of him walking around next to QAnon shaman that day. So, but folks, are you starting to get the picture here? So an individual with autism is getting secret documents and information from QAnon or government sources or military sources, and then he goes out on January 6th and goes in the building thinking he's on a mission from QAnon. Are you starting to see where I'm going with this yet? Well, let's recall what happened in the fake plot to kidnap Governor Whitmer. What did the FBI do? They targeted single, lonely men who might be on some sort of autism, mental illness spectrum, who are susceptible and naive and communicated with them via the internet and text and convinced them and swayed them into joining what they later would find out FBI agents in a plot to kidnap Governor Whitmer. So this is what the FBI has been caught doing numerous times now. They set up a plot. We'll use the plot to kidnap Governor Whitmer. FBI agents set up a plot to kidnap Governor Whitmer as a trap, an entrapment operation. They then go out and find individuals, men particularly, that are easily susceptible to propaganda, specifically ones that might have a mental illness or autism, and then they entrap them in these crimes to say, see, X group is violent and terroristic because they wanted to kidnap the governor of Michigan. And of course, the feds did it the whole time. The feds entrapped innocent men so that they could have a political stunt to say that Trump supporters are violent. See, they tried to kidnap Governor Whitmer when it was the FBI the entire time. And so that all comes out. Folks, this case of Nicholas Rodian, I think, is now the skeleton key. If it's not Ray Epps, if it's not the pipe bomber, it's Nicholas Rodian. Based off what I can tell from this story, it sounds like Nicholas Rodian was contacted by feds posing as QAnon, convincing him what they were doing was real, convincing him to be a part of this movement, much like the QAnon shaman and other similar people getting communicated with feds, telling them this was all going on. They're getting top secret classified information. They've been selected for this special mission, just like the plot to kidnap Governor Whitmer. And then they end up in court. They end up going to jail. And the narrative end up getting spun that they were terrorists the whole time when they were entrapped by the FBI. Folks, this is not a minor story. 
to me, this is now the third loose thread hanging from the sweater on the January 6th narrative. So you now have Ray Epps, the pipe bomber, who there's about to be massive news breaking from Darren Beatty uh, in the next couple of days, by the way. Keep your eyes peeled for that. And now Nicholas Rodian. But I've noticed not many people have picked up on this yet. So now, though, I'm covering it, and I'm going to contact some of the other people covering this, and we're going to look more into this because I think we've got another loose thread here. I don't things unless they really work. When it comes to politics or culture, economics, we are always the cutting edge, the tip of the spear. And when we talk about the products at InfoWarsStore.com, they all blow you away. If you'll just take them, if you'll just try them, I know you'll be repeat customers. And finally, one of our best-selling products, sold out for months, is back in stock. It's X3. It's all three types of the very best atomic iodine out there that supercharges your energy, your stamina, your libido, and number one, your immune system. So X3, despite the fact there's a run on iodine, is still on sale at 50% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And it funds the InfoWar, which is a 360 win. If you've not experienced the power of iodine, it takes two weeks to kick in on average. You've got to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get X3 50% off. X3 50% off, InfoWarsStore.com. I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at Infowars.com and the support of the fight starts at Infowarsstore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. All right, I was hesitant to get into this in the last segment, but I'll go ahead and break into this now. But, uh, folks, here's the thing. The constellation on this story... Is, is expansive and, and it's not concentrated here. So, so I, I'm kind of having to bounce around here to connect the dots, but, but it's all connected. January 6th, uh, Pelosi standing down security, the lies about that, and yes, the home invasion at Pelosi's house now. But it is now known, the suspect is now known. By the way, why is... Nancy Pelosi's son-in-law, Michael Voss, pictured next to the QAnon shaman on January 6th. Why is that? Is that what I have in my hand here? Ah, well. So Pelosi has a film crew out there. Her son-in-law is out there. But, uh, you know, nothing to see here. And then the big Nicholas Rodian story where he's talking about He's getting secret information from QAnon and government sources, and then he's confused in the court trial 
And he says, well, I don't understand. I watched riots in America for the entire 2020 year. And then I saw January 6th and I didn't think it was a big deal. We watched cities burn. This all came out in that court case. But okay, we, we now officially know. It's now, it's now official news. It's been published. We now know the suspect of the Pelosi home invasion. So, but ask yourself this before I reveal the individual here. Ask yourself this. Why have you not seen a name or an image of the home invasion suspect yet today? Why? You know why, don't you? Because it wasn't a Trump supporter. It wasn't a conservative. If it was, they would have already blasted the individual. It wasn't. Now we know who it was. David DePape, Paul Pelosi suspect. Five facts you need to know from heavy.com. Let's see what we have here. David DePape is a former Fidel Castro nudist protester and hemp jewelry maker who has children with a well-known pro-nudity activist. In other words, he's a leftist activist. Berkeley, California. David DePappy wrote a blog called Welcome to Big Brother's Censorship Hell. Oh, interesting. David DePappy entered the Pelosi home through a sliding glass door looking for Pelosi. Reports say, how did he get in? I mean, again, I'm not going to sit here and act like the Pelosi's can't make mistakes or security systems don't have, have errors. But I mean, seriously. That is amazing that he was able to get into the home. That's the real question. How does he get into the house? He must have known where he was going. Uh, Paul Pelosi was taken to the hospital. Uh, Pelosi is, of course, worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And and I believe it's also going to come out. I don't see it in this story. Um, but I believe it will also come out that this individual, DePappy, has been involved in other protests, specifically protests at Pelosi's house where they put a dead pig head out on her lawn. So this is a leftist protester from Berkeley, California, who did it. So they're going to try to bury this story as fast as they made a big fuss about it because it is not a Trump supporter. Now, you can go on to... I don't know about the TV, definitely with the internet. The TV liberal propagandists are a little smarter than your average liberal propagandist on Twitter, meaning when they find out the truth about a story, which they will, they will bury it. Whereas the morons on Twitter who who live with their heads up their rear ends, they don't know the truth if it smacked them right in the face. So they're going to continue to promote the false narrative that it was a Trump-supporting conservative that broke into Pelosi's house. In fact, you could probably go onto Twitter right now, find all the same, same Democrat propaganda accounts still saying that this was a conservative Trump supporter that went to the Pelosi house, even though we now know the suspect and know it wasn't. They will still promote that lie. That's what they do. So more is going to develop on this, but now we know the question. Why didn't we get the identity of this individual sooner? Why didn't we see images and information about the home invader sooner? Because he wasn't a conservative Trump supporter. That's why. And now you know. And now you know. The only thing that was missing was a documentary film crew there to catch the whole thing that Nancy Pelosi hired, just like on January 6th. Yep. And so here it is. See, here it is. <laughs> See, the crew's already pulled it up. You, you log right into Twitter right now, and you will find Democrat Party propaganda accounts still blaming Trump and Trump supporters. Here's one right here. This was just tweeted a minute ago. 
Folks, the heavy story came out about 30 minutes ago. So the identity has been known for at least an hour to anybody who's looked into it. I, I just a listener of the show sent this information to me. And that's why when I first got it, I was like, hey, I'm going to wait and do a little verification here. But OK, we've got the verification now. So they're still tweeting out at this moment. Liberal Democrats are still tweeting out blaming Donald Trump and Republicans for the Pelosi home invasion, even though we now have the suspect and know who he is, and he's a leftist. They're sick. They are sick, sick people. But of course they are. Because they write stories like this in Newsweek. Yeah, I mean, you guys can pull these up all day long if you want. These are all tweets within the last five minutes We've known the identity of the suspect for at least an hour. Mainstream news now has published the identity of the suspect for at least the last half hour. And liberals on Twitter are still tweeting out in this very moment, in this minute, that it was Trump and Trump supporters that did this. And they won't even know that the information is already out there and that they're wrong. So, I mean, the crew can pull these up as long as they'd like as, when I'm covering this other news here. Because I think it's important to show that. Reality doesn't matter to these people. Truth doesn't matter to these people. It's the political propaganda and the political agenda first and everything until last. That's it. That's all they have. It's their religion. Here's an example from Newsweek. Fact check. Ted Cruz's claim that Antifa burnt U.S. cities for a year. So remember, Ted Cruz goes on The View, says, how are you going to talk about January 6th and not talk about the BLM Antifa riots from the summer of 2020? And they say, that didn't even happen. But this is even crazier on Newsweek. Fact check, Ted Cruz claim that Antifa burnt U.S. cities for a year. Now, I, I, I'll do this here. You can dock cam this. So, okay, oh, I have the Newsweek story right in front of me. Okay. So let's find out. Fact check, is it true? Ted Cruz's claim that Antifa burnt U.S. cities for a year. Now, Newsweek has to do a fact check on this, as if, <laughs> as if we don't know the answer. Now, get this, right out of the gates, in their own story, they have images of Antifa and BLM burning cities to the ground in the year 2020. It's in the story. Literally, the images of it. And they say they're doing a fact check. So I can scroll through. I can flip through the story. Oh, a picture of leftists burning cities in the, su- in the summer of 2020. Okay, okay. Fact checking Ted Cruz. Oh, here's pictures of Democrats burning cities. Fact check. And then what does it say? False. It says false. <laughs> Look at this. It says false. Oh, unbelievable. So they show you the pictures and the images of liberal Democrats burning cities to the ground in the summer of 2020 in the very story where they claim Ted Cruz is saying that liberal Democrats burn cities to the ground and that's false. And then they show you the images of the actual facts and evidence and then they still say it's false incredible newsweek fact checks ted cruz did blm and antifa burn cities in the united states in the year of 2020 and they show the images in the story of liberals doing just that and they still say ted cruz is false after showing you the evidence that it's true can it get any crazier than that well perhaps if you're one of the victims of these deranged fascists and authoritarians like paul manafort andrew weissman placed 
Paul Manafort in solitary confinement for 11 months in effort to get him to lie about Donald Trump. You know, this is really sad. Here's another one. Weissman and the Mueller gang made up charges against 11 mystery Russians in effort to claim Russia hacked the DNC. It was all a lie. Yeah, remember, they made those claims about these Russians and expected that the Russians wouldn't show up to court. The Russians actually showed up to court and wanted to defend themselves. And Mueller and the Democrats said, nope, never mind, we're dropping the charges. Do you remember that? Remember that? They, they, they wrote, oh, look at these Russians that hacked the DNC and they filed the lawsuit. The Russians showed up in court with a lawyer and the Mueller team and the Democrats said, never mind, never mind, we don't want to try this case. Email released in Danchenko case proves Obama and his deep state lied and set up President Trump in an attempt to remove him from office. Yeah, we have all the evidence. But see, this is what's so sick. And, I, you know, here's the one thing about Donald Trump that actually I think is even more important than the vaccine deal. Donald, people have suffered so much for this man. People have suffered so much in support of Donald Trump, myself included, but not the worst of it for me. People in jail, rotting in jail, solitary confinement in their support for this man. He owes them. He owes them so much. I don't know how he's going to pay it back. X3. X3. It stands for triiodine. Or all three types of iodine that the body needs to be healthy and survive and thrive. It boosts your libido, your energy, your stamina, your immune system. X3 is the ultimate iodine product on the market. It's back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off, and it funds the InfoWar. So many of you are on the fence. You know our information is powerful. You know what's changed the world. Try the products at InfoWarsStore.com and start with X3 triiodine. 50% off InfoWarsStore.com. It takes about two weeks to kick in. An aspirin kicks in in 30 minutes. Tylenol kicks in in 30 minutes. This kicks in in about two weeks on average. You need to experience it. Don't wait. You'll be impressed. InfoWarsStore.com. X3.